13 INC 23 Austin case study caveat. This brief is a text podcast, X podcast, not the regular talk podcast, K podcast. Some people may find this postmodern, postrabbinic, midrash unsettling to their beliefs, values, and interests. Studying group and reading the text while listening is highly recommended. Paradise Compliance. The following is a case study for Paradise Compliance of the event Independent National Convention 2023 held in Austin, Texas, INC 23 Austin for short. The material study is based solely on my personal impressions after having attended the three days of the convention of April the 3rd to the 5th to the 5th, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. For more details on the event, please go to their website, www.inc23.us slash event. Once there, I requested participating in the panels and also to be given an interview so as to present my contribution. I was told that these things are planned in advance. That said, let this ex-podcast serve as my grain of cautious salt contribution to the cause of democracy. The following is embedded with paradise cues. Dedication to those who show up. Sayings. The following is a list <clears throat> is a list of quotes I heard from the panelists and audience. I don't remember who said what except for the bottom one from Brave Angels who said it to me directly. Quote, you cannot see the frame if you're in the picture. Quote, be the change you want to see. Quote, walk the talk. Quote, don't hate the player, hate the game. Quote, the future is going to happen to you or with you. Quote, where there's a will, there's a way. Quote, the future favors the bold. Quote, if everybody's thinking the same, then nobody is thinking. Quote, the best time was 20 years ago. The second best is right now. Quote, playbook. Quote, together we rise. Quote, it's our independence that unites us. Quote, don't make the perfect the enemy of the good. Bruce, show up. Anonymous, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. <clears throat> Scheme, the ex-podcast of the series Former Unity. It's best practice to put theory into practice. It's best, yeah. Episodes number 1 to 5 are foundational. Number 6 to 11 are edification. Number 12 is the keystone. Thereafter, the podcast will be enhancements to convey the entrusted message. Normally, I would do a next podcast and then incorporate it into a manuscript with the view of publishing as a book. This happened with podcast numbers 1 to 12. Starting with this number 13, I'm writing it as part of the now firmly configured book and only later turned it into a next podcast. This, this I'm doing for discipline since the ex-podcast project turned out to be flawed. Podcasts are for listening and or K-podcasts are for listening and X-podcasts are for reading. This INC 23 Austin case study X-podcast wasn't meant to be part of the book. But since it plays such an important role in bringing about this very book, it somehow won its place, be it in the caboose. Also, it's opportune since it was just celebrated a few weeks ago. Summary of Episodes Episode 1, Lie and Truth, Big Lie and Big Truth The opening episode is about why the world is broken and what to do about it. Why is the world broken? The lie is that the world is broken because it's a broken world. 
The truth is that the world is broken because we break it. That is, we keep breaking it, trying to fix things because we really don't know how we know that we know what we know. <clears throat> Episode 2. Enlightened democracy is dead, long-lived paradise, postmodernity. The peopleist constitution consists of a five-power state. That is, on the one hand, the government, composed of the legislative first power for laws and the executive second power for order, and on the other hand, the people, composed of the judicial third power for justice, the news media fourth power for reliable information, and the university fifth power for management of the budget. Additionally, people suffrage, triad votes, and child suffrage by way of their parents. Episode 3, Bigger Lie and Bigger Truth 2. The bigger lie is that the takeaway of the Bible is the golden rule. The bigger truth is that the one commandment in the Torah is the universal principle of knowledge as found at Genesis 1, 1 Aleph. This one commandment encompasses all the 613 commandments of the sages, including the 10 Decalogue of Moses. In Gematria, 6 plus 1 plus 3 gives 1, 0, which reduces to 1. <clears throat> Episode 4. Age of, uh, the Age of Empowerment of Postmodernity by Paradise Chatting with God Coming of Age of Humanity is all about chatting with God. Chatting with God is all that is needed for the blessing of creativity. The sweet spot is in Deuteronomy 6.8 with point origin at Genesis 1.1a Aleph. Episode 5 Biggest Lie and Biggest Truth 3 The biggest lie is, on the one hand, escapism of messianism and mysticism, and on the other hand, defeatism of habitual crises. The biggest truth of the universal principle of knowledge empowers us to integrate civilization and help save creation. Episode 6. Civilization on Israel 1, Greece 2. The case is made for a creative civilization based on primeval Israel, then derivatively on classical Greece. Primeval Israel means constituting civilization by having Genesis 101 for the cornerstone of the Torah. Now that the truths have been debunked, now, have, now that the truths have debunked the lies, primeval Israel can play its anointed role in civilization. Episode 7 <clears throat> Paradise Application in Theory and Practice. Sufficient examples are provided from Science P, Philosophy R, and Religion D to prove the existence of the underlying principle of knowledge is slash in the Torah Bible. Episode 8, Postmodernity, Post-Rabbinism and Primeval Israelism. Modernity and Rabbinism are dead stars with the secular negating S uh, slash and religion neglecting PRD. Moving forward, the thesis of Primeval Israel is that Genesis 1 is the cornerstone of the Torah. This point origin as acronym paradise uncurls as Aleph slash Breshit A in beginning of. Episode 9. Loon-lightenment age of unreason. This moon-enlightened age of dualism is masquerading as the age of reason of the enlightenment. The proposal is Israelism as primeval Israel as slash classical Greece PRD. Episode 10. Dualism vaccine. The paradise vaccine against dualism is against ignorance, which is the source of all maladies. Episode 11. Torah, Israel, and civilization. The Torah is the blueprints of creation and of civilization. The Torah was revealed to Moses, to Israel, and to humanity. The universal principle of knowledge in code reads Paradise S slash Torah D 
Israel are Civilization P. The chosen and charged with integrating a broken world are the B'nai Yisrael, children of Israel. Episode 12, Matchstick slash Science, Politics, and Beyond. This episode is like the book of Deuteronomy and in that a second reading it summarizes the previous ones as keystone. In the Paradise Code it's as Matchstick is slash Science P, Politics R, and Beyond D. Uh, episode 13, uh, Inc. 23, Austin, Case Study. A critical review is attempted of such a complex event as occurred in Austin, Texas at the Palmer Event Center on April 3-5. to 5. It was the Independence, Independent National Convention for the year 2023. Their first convention was back in 2020, then interrupted due to COVID, and this is their second convention. Executive Summary 13th Episode does the INC 23 Austin fall under the umbrella of pursuing social justice? In what follows, I'll offer ways to improve things for INC uh, 24. The only thing truly independent from dualism is paradise. From brokenness is wholeness. You get the idea. Homework. <clears throat> no prior knowledge is assumed other than familiarity and interest with the quest of chatting with God for a creative civilization. Since we're starting smack in the middle, in order to highlight its importance, we will leave the theory for homework to the listener. The assignment is to consult my self-published books at Amazon on the empowering approach of paradise to integrate civilization and safe creation. These books are Pardesism, Human Science 101, published in 2018, quote, Paradise, Age of Unveilment, of Genesis 1, 1 Aleph, published in 2019, quote, Principle of the world, the principle of world caring, published in 2020. Quote, Saving creation, published in 2021, and quote, the baby bang of paradise civilization in 2022, but published till 2023. For ease of understanding, view the videos on YouTube as well as listen to the X podcast. Please visit the website at paradiseism.org. Declaration of United Independence. In following is the Declaration of Principles of INC, to the best of my knowledge. Due to space considerations, parts may be abbreviated. Apologies if important material is left out. 250 years ago, the founders of the United States declared independence as an act of visionary leadership to pursue the ideal of government of, by, and for the people. After running this extensive national experiment, is now our time to declare independence again from political systems that undermine the original promise of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. As millions of Americans affirm their discontent with and independence from the two-party system, the time has come for independence from a wide range of backgrounds to unite in principle and practice, working together as, the united, as a united independent movement to design, test, and institute good governance that improves quality of life for all as our main objective. Articles of United Independence 1. Independent Character We choose to be independent from 1. Groupthink group think. 2. Self-serving ulterior, ulterior motives and 3. Tactics of Manipulation 2. United Independent Practice We choose to practice thinking, speaking and acting our own conscience in service to fully considering and improving the quality of life for all. 3. Civic Purpose Our ultimate purpose is to 1. Prevent harm 2. Reduce suffering 3. Increase societal efficiencies 
4. Improve quality of life for all people. And 5. Steward our natural world well for future generations. 4. Choose uh, choice to rise. We choose to rise above the division of left-right polarization and us-versus-them win-lose thinking into a new domain of civic discourse that listens to and integrates diverse perspectives into unifying, creative, and synergistic new solutions. 5. Unifying principles of good governance. We align on and work together towards enacting these shared priorities of good governance. Start transparency in government while respecting individual privacy. Documented goal-based representative accountability to progress civic purpose. A distributed stewardship-based civic culture of engaged citizens. Productive constituent interactivity between each other and with government officials. Perpetual improvement of public sense, uh, public sense making and choice making, meaning voting. Ongoing technological optimizations to democratic processes and government functions. And an imperative to practice legitimate and due process. 6. All win orientation. We are now ready to carefully examine and consider the diverse range of perspective on any given political topic in order to form a more perfect understanding of our current conditions and earnestly progress all dialogues towards and all towards all win solutions. 7. Coordination for United Independence to succeed. We commit to work together in high degrees of coordination and relatedness with other United Independents to progress these priorities of good governance and ensure that United Independent candidates are elected into seats of local, state, and national stewardship. Through 8. Independent identity. <clears throat> While we may also individually identify with other groups, we place our independent identity at the forefront to associate with all other independents, despite ideological and group distinctions. 9. Personal commitment. Of my own free will, I, of my own free will and personal perspective, I chose to align with this declaration. In signing this document, I affirm myself as a united independent and commit wholeheartedly to contribute my time, energy, attention, resources, access, and influence to participating in fulfilling the intents of this declaration to the best of my ability, ability through the means I deem most appropriate and effective to fulfill our mutual purpose. About the Independent National Convention. In 2020, the Independent National Union formed, formed to support coordination of the United States independent sector and that same year ran the first Independent National Convention, INC, representing many independent parties across the country and hosting the final 2020 independent presidential debate in partnership with free and equal elections. Now, in 2023, the INU is hosting the second independent national convention held at the Austin Convention Center premium location at the Palmer Event Center April 3 to 5. The purpose of this convention is to build a vision for our thriving independent civic future and what it will take to create it through a united independent movement. We see a more ideal United States democracy as possible, including increased transparency and accountability for government and privacy for individuals. Increased constituent interactivity, an empowered civic culture of engaged stewardship, improved governance standards for representatives, 
new civic technologies, including blockchain and artificial intelligence, strict adherence to legitimate new process, elected officials who think, speak, and act their conscience in service to the betterment of all they represent. The United States independent sector is rising with each passing day, and as it coalesces into a united independent movement, we have a prominent role to play in improving the quality of our local and national governance systems. At this convention and beyond, we aim to leverage the independent sector as a more neutral space for people of diverse backgrounds to come together, improve our democracy, discuss traditionally polarizing issues from a higher quality of civic discourse, drive common-sense solutions with less identity politics, and rise in leadership and influence to create our most positive future. The INC does not have a formal political platform, but has articulated and stands with the Declaration of United Independence as the guiding principle to establish alignment with partners and stakeholders. If you are aligned, you are welcome to sign it as well. And then click here to review the INC 23 Austin Advisory Council and a growing list of partners and national leaders of the United States independent sector who will be converging in Austin this April. Click here to review the funding sources of, of INC Austin to date. The INU and INC was founded by Christopher Life, a passionate and determined independent civic activist. The INC is produced by the Independent National Union, which is fis fiscally sponsored by One National Life, Inc., a CA 501c3 political education nonprofit. The INU, INC, nor One Nation Life participate directly in any electoral or legislative activities. Our purpose is to provide education and foster relationships amongst independent Americans to support them in progressing their own electoral and legislative ambitions. Independence rising above the ashes of failing systems. Tired of watching the same old political divisions tear our country apart? Have you grown weary of manipulative partisan talking points and political posturing? Do you want our nation to come together with better solutions beyond endless cycles of corruption and conflict? What if a new era of unity and independence is upon us and you have the power to help shape it? Uniting independence, a revolution in politics. For too long, the enormous population of the United States independence has been fractured and fragmented, incapable of rising above the domination of the two-party system until now. The Independent National Convention is a convergence of independent leaders from across America joining forces to bring about better solutions and a new kind of synergistic politics, one that is not based on party lines or ideological divisions, but on a shared commitment to work together to drive critical developments in every sector of society. With over 50% of Americans declaring independence from the major two parties, it's time for us to come together and set a new trajectory for our nation. Your chance to help shape the future. We need your contributions and leadership as we all create this path forward, <clears throat> claiming our personal power and collective potential. At INC 23 Austin, you will have the opportunity to engage with independent-minded leaders, activists, and artists from all around the country, assembling to discuss the most important topics of our day. Join this groundswell of change makers gathering in Austin this April to learn from each other, coordinate efforts, and affirm our resolve to rebirth our nation.
you're invited to this historic convergence. <clears throat> Make the choice to come to INC 23 Austin. It will be an unforgettable experience, an opportunity to be a part of history in the making. Don't miss your chance to participate in this revolutionary moment. Register today to secure your spot. Together, we'll establish this new era of unity and independence, one that will help our nation rise to new heights as we move into our best possible future together. Well, this ends the exposition of the purpose of the United Independence International Conventions. Now, we'll make a few passing comments based on the above text and my own personal experience at the INC 23 Austin. Let's start. Issues and Civilization Outright, my opening comment is that, quote, the issues approach is the issue. With the issues approach, we'll be here till the cows come back. Issues and civilization are like the trees and forest approaches. The problem with the piecemeal issues approach, besides deceiving people into believing that it is the solution when it's not, is that it fixes something up front visible and at the same time breaks something else down back and out of sight. The problem is that the seeds it spreads of controversy only take time for them to flourish <clears throat> and further polarize things for the worse. Not to mention that it's fodder for political parties which strive on crises and chaos to make headway. Thinking outside the Constitution. Appeal back to the people and bypass the legislative. By this I mean that at a panel I attended, the topic of discussion was all about the landmine obstacles that the dominant parties in the state legislators put in place to eliminate sources of competition. While all that was said, while all that was said was evidently factual and personally witnessed, it hardly does anything to change things. That is, red Republican and blue Democratic parties both agree to leave out of the electoral, electoral contest the independent candidates and minor parties. And there's hardly any independent members in the local legislators to do anything about it. It's like getting into a kick fight with Samson. Most, if it, if not all who were there, were quite aware of this practice to keep it between to keep it between the two dominant parties. Not just gerrymandering, but raising the bar of signatures and narrowing the window for collecting them, and many uh, other tactics too numerous to mention. Duocracy or duopoly. <clears throat> A thing I noticed at the outset was the use of the nomenclature of duopoly to describe the two-party system, a term borrowed from economics when referring to monopolies. I couldn't understand why they didn't adopt instead the term duocracy, coming from autocracy of political science and philosophy. My suspicion is that it's easier to talk about numbers and facts than about ideas and proofs. The issue in question was regarding the entrenchment of duocracy in the United States. Is it because we take after the British with their two-party system? Previously, the British had the Tories and the Whigs, or Conservatives and Liberals, and now the Tories and Labour, or same Conservatives and the Liberals or Democratic Socialists. Maybe the political system of the United Kingdom has shifted a bit due to the closeness to the continent and comprised of four nationalities. Ours, by contrast, perhaps due to its relative isolation, is still holding on to a two-party system. Post-American exceptionalism. Colloquially, colloquially, there is a need to turn the page of history. The underlying assumptions of our democracy are, quote, social justice and American exceptionalism. Neither are paradise compliant, might I, might I add. Americanism is here to Anglophone philosophy. 
Anglophone philosophy is a dominant mode of thought in the United Kingdom, the United States, and other English-speaking nations. By contrast, continental philosophy is the dominant mode of thought in continental Europe, mainly France, Germany, and other nations as well. This is a verily this is verily a case study of a general pattern. The maxim the maxim of quote the medium is a message squarely applies here. This applies equally to any other similar event of to INC twenty three Austin, which might be celebrated in the United States. If you if you've seen one, you've seen them all. In Spanish, para muestra basta un botón. Mea culpa. I must confess not having ever heard of any of the panelists. I must really be missing out on what's going on in the midst. My own political offering affected my ability to communicate. I was speaking when I should have been listening. The first day was a shock. The second day frustrating. It wasn't until the third and last day that I started to enjoy the convention. I then noticed the panelists pouring out their hearts in what they truly believed. The impression I got was that the panelists were knowledgeable in their fields of expertise and had recognition from their peers. Of course, the topics of the panels and the selection of the panelists didn't happen by chance. They were chosen by the organizers of the event to their liking. Most were focused on the national scene, though a few were multinational, and one was global. I did some networking, however minimal. And pardon me if this podcast appears as if written on my knees. Actually, it's no better than any of the previous or future ones. The consolation is that if I had more time, it would have come out worse. Net outcome. What was the net outcome of the INC23 Austin? For one, it made me put on fast track my project, putting a time limit. In a very short span, I put out the last seven X podcasts that would normally have taken me six months. Not only that, but other stuff would have attached to it, pushing it further still in time, further back still in time. It also made me recognize that this idea of X-Podcast is flawed. Podcasts or K-Podcasts are for listening, not for reading along to understand. It's like listening to the radio, something to be done while multitasking. It's not like reading philosophy or material for reflection. It is fast food thought. All coins that have passed through my hands have an upside and a downside. The upside of this X-Podcast venture of mine is that something good came out of it as is this book. The downside, another stripe on the tiger of disappointments. This means that in life one needs not only something to push you along, but also something to pull you forward. If not, it's procrastination. Trivially, it's me as slash pull the and r push r. Proof. The maxim of paradise compliance is that, quote, only the authorized revelation Everything else is made up, and for any claim to be valid, it must be derived from paradise. This means that we must provide proof, otherwise it's just opinion, dependent on whom you ask. Sizing up. I do not have a scale to measure the convention to others of similar nature, but comments I heard was that the attendance was lower than expected. It made me wonder if it's because the keyword, quote, independent, doesn't have the charm it used to have. My personal take is that the proposal sound as if scripted by the uh, AI chatbot. In other words, it's sorely lacking in originality or creativity. By the way, even the rain held back. We enjoyed two days in the 90s and one in the 70s, plenty of sunshine and breeze. Once the event, 
Once, once the event was over, we were followed on Thursday by pouring rain and cold weather. <clears throat> Pronouncement of convention. My goal was for the convention to make the following succinct pronouncement. One, five-power state. Government of two powers. Legislative first power. Executive second power. People three powers. Judiciary third power. News media fourth. University fifth power. Number two, triad three votes per person. Person S slash beliefs D values R interest P. Three, child suffrage. Children entitled to vote via their parents. Mom, two of three, dad one. Match stick proposal. The stepping stone required to get from where we're personally at and where we want to be is our proposal of episode 12, Matchstick slash science, politics, and beyond. In usual code format, by matchstick is meant light, S slash head, D, tinker, R, stick, P. There is a universal principle of knowledge, acronym paradise, as one whole S slash made of triad parts, P or D, stepping down, stepping stone between now and then. Let's do the math. In what follows, we'll crunch out the numbers to demonstrate the veracity of our claim in favor of the above pronouncement, starting with triad votes per person followed by child suffrage, which, by the way, is the completion, completion of women's suffrage, and finally the five-power state. Triad votes. Let's do the math. Let's crunch out the numbers to prove our case. There are three categories of choices, namely interests, P, values, R, and beliefs, D. These three are a triad and represents what we are as physical, having interests, mental, having values, and spiritual, having beliefs. Our choices should represent what we are. If we're constituted out of three inseparable yet distinguishable parts, then it would seem to follow that we should have three votes per one person, not one. Now we, not, now, we all want our vote to count. So when faced with whom to cast our vote for, our choice is between which of the above three. There are usually two main parties and one vote to cast. The strategy of the parties is to make you choose between one or the other, abstain, or else throw your vote away by choosing a third or minor party or independent candidate. If you abstain, your vote doesn't count. If you vote third or minor party or independent, most likely neither will win, so you're wasting your vote. This takes you back to square one. Vote Red Republican Party or Blue Democratic Party. However, if each person had triad votes, that is three instead of one, then every vote cast would count, no matter if voted in favor of major parties, minor parties, or for independents. The person could simply split or pull the three allotted votes any way he or she chooses. This would effectively break the hold that major parties have on the minds of voters of, quote, make your vote count or else, quote, don't throw your vote away. By triad voting, we would effectively be voting according to our choices, not be bullied to give away your, our vote. Child suffrage. It is necessary to think outside the Constitution. Not even women's suffrage is contemplated in the founding document, much less black emancipation. Women, more so than men, are closely linked to children since conception, birth, and rearing. Women's suffrage is not complete in practice until this biological linkage gains cultural recognition. Entitling children with the right to vote by way of their parents would make up for bias in a male-dominant society. This would also serve to educate children at an early age to be active stakeholders. Now, being the case that persons would have triad votes, three instead of one, and there being two parents, my guess, it's, this is just a guess, would be to split it two for mom and one for dad. 
but this is just my opinion, requiring deeper thought on the matter. 5. Power State The maxim for paradise compliance is that, quote, only the derived revelation, everything else is made up, and for any claim to be valid, it must derive from paradise, unquote. Let's now apply this to our U.S. Constitution. Please go to podcast number two, where this matter is treated in greater detail, including an illustrative slide. I practice this means S slash PRD. In practice, this means S slash PRD with R uncurling into triad R of subtriad DR, RR, PR. Substituting the values we have, state S, legislative D, people R, executive P, with people R further uncurling at judiciary DR, university RR, news media PR. This would update our 1779 18th century constitution to 3rd millennium 21st century. That transition would be from a state of three powers with two power government and one power a vassal people to a five power state with two power government and three powers people. At present, the judiciary represents the people, but its members are appointed by the executive and confirmed by the legislative senate. Problem solving algorithm. Start with the point origin of things of paradise. Leave the problem to be addressed by the peopleless state of the five powers. In particular, the fifth power of the university will all its studious academics and researchers. Also, the fourth power of the media. And not forget the general population. Rescuing newspapers. Would you be interested in supporting a movement to save the newspapers? Strategy. Succinctly, with paradise thesis equation, apply it to problems to achieve solutions. Case in point, education. Apply to the problem of the state and come with a solution of the five-power state with media as fourth power and the university as fifth power. The, univers the university would be in charge of administering the budget of the state, no longer the government, thank God. Politicians, politicians, and theoreticians. There needs to be a balance in conventions to make things interesting. Politicians from politics, politicians from policy, and theoreticians from theory. The politician is about the here and now, which is about about which bills pass getting elected in the parties. The politician is about the setting which gives support to the issues in question. The theoretician is about the wall whereupon hangs the picture and its frame. The one is about practice, P, the other about reflection, R, and the third about research, D. Usually the politician is a member of Congress, city council, elected or nominated official. The politician comes from the media, a pundit, a commentator, a news editor, from the nonprofits, NGOs, foundations, and so on. The theoretician comes from the universities, a professor, an academic, or a freelance thinker, probably short, medium, and long-range planning. By way of example, school vouchers and teachers' salaries, education and civilization, respectively. We are all overtly familiar with the politicians and politicians, but much less so with theoreticians. With these latter ones, what these latter ones provide are narratives, grand theories, big picture view, and long duration of things. Normally, the former is all we need, but if a crisis persists and is resistant to change, then perhaps conditions are ripe for grand narrative narratives of theoreticians. Lone Star Forum I happen to live in a state which has a lone star in its flag. The reason is there depends on whom you ask, not surprisingly. 
But beyond the anecdotic, the reason it's of relevance the reason it's of relevance here is because it serves our purpose of a point origin of orientation against the blue day and spotted dark night dark sky at night. Not the whole sky full of stars or more like a nebula of galaxies, but solely a single star in the sky to serve as orientation. The question is, are we ready for lone star leadership or not yet? Things still have to be things still have to slide a bit more or get closer to the edge of the cliff to raise alarm. This brings us to the notion of the Salon of the Enlightenment period. Today we, today we like to call it more like a tribune of discussion, but basically it's the same thing, the idea of a tribune or forum. Dubitative Creativity The problem that I've encountered, besides problems of my own shortcomings, is that the corporate ventures with their local chapters leave little breathing room for dubitative creativity. They suck all the oxygen from the room. It's hard to speak over the bully pulpit and the budget. Capitalism, Socialism, and Peopleism The classical dilemma between socialism and capitalism is left for academics. Our proposal would be Peopleism insofar as it has a state of five powers instead of the usual three powers. The problem with democratic socialism is that it's a wish list. Reality is that we have capitalism and socialism. The problem is how to reinforce the social net without increasing the size of the government. There are things which are essentially public and should therefore be in the hands of the public sector, like the armed forces and printing money. Likewise, there are things that are essentially private, like selling cars and eating out, and should be in the hands of the private sector. So, what has been going on of late in this hybrid model of democratic capitalism is that essentially public things have ended in the hands of the private sector or else to enlarging the size of the government, since there's nowhere else to go, quite simply. This would be resolved by peopleism of the five-power state with the incorporation of the fourth-power media and fifth-power university to the democratic capitalist and socialist state. The university in this age of knowledge would henceforth be in charge of the administration of the budget of, of that which is not essentially public, to be in the government n nor by default and in the private sector either. By added measure, we would be able to finance the existence of the news media, which isn't essentially private nor public, and which is essential in the age of information. Administration this question of who should take care of the administration is displayed in city government quite clearly. There is the city council and there is the city mayor. In the case of Austin, what we personally have is a city mayor, a city manager. That is, the council, that is, the council, including the mayor, has political power in the dais to vote on resolutions while the monies are administered by the city manager. The idea at the, local, at the national level is just a projection of the same model. The executive and legislative are the government, but the administration of the monies will be in the hands of the people of the university as the fifth power of the state. This will be oversighted by the fourth power of the news media, amongst its many other functions of informing the public and fact-checking declarations of public and private figures of importance. There is a need to strengthen the safety net and reduce the size of government. This apparent contradiction actually spells out the path to go. 
need to create the people by two powers plus the judicial and transfer the administration presently held by the government over to the university, as well as finance the new media to guarantee accountability by free access to information. Overhauling various aspects of the state, including fifth power of the university and fourth power of the news media. Words mean something, or words have meaning. Let me be perfectly clear. The following opinion refers to the system, not to individual persons. Let me repeat. Let me be perfectly clear. The following opinion refers to the system, not to individual persons. That said, well-intentioned persons have been misguided into committing such a fault. Lying has dire consequences. The misuse of the epithet, quote, independent in our broken system is shameless, hypocritical, and putrefactive. In God we trust. The emblem, the, the sign, in God we trust, also rendered in God we trust with a capital, a lowercase and uppercase, is the official motto of the United States. It was adopted by the U.S. Congress in 1956, replacing a pluribus unum, out of many one which had been the de facto motto since the initial design of the Great Seal of the United States. God is slash in the trust R-V-P. It is paradise compliant. A pluribus unum. This translates as, quote, out of many one, or in ordinary English, one out of many. Unum es et uh, slash pluribus PRD. It is paradise compliant. They are holding on to the belief that what we have is uh, the independents are holding on to the belief that we that what we have is a democracy, which only accidentally happens to be dominated by two parties, hence duopoly. Duopoly, quote, in God we trust, and quote, a pluribus unum reflects this congruence. The claim is that we is that what we have is a democracy with duopoly. Instead of calling a spade a spade, we call democracy a duopoly, hypocrisy. The protagonists simply don't have the toolbox to undertake an explanation of what is going on. The belief continues being that of issues, as in duopoly, and not that the issue is democracy. That is, duopoly is the issue's approach, and democracy is the issue approach. Democracy addresses civilization, whereas duopoly stays at the cosmetical level of facing things to appear photogenic. Social justice, lowercase j, g, j, of duopoly is cosmetical, whereas unqualified justice, uppercase J, of democracy is civilization. The former is accidental, whereas the latter is substantive. Convention. The convention is no different from collective praying at church or synagogue or mosque. All proportions skipped. None, none, no, uh, none are paradise compliant. Prayer is echo of ourselves. Only chatting is paradise compliant. Restaging or reenacting enactment from, on the one hand, Greek feedback of Socratic Platonic, and on the other hand, backsliding to Egyptian idolatry. The Greeks had their Eleusis, but it mirrored the Egyptian, which is the original version. Egypt S slash Greek PRD, that is idolatry S slash Demiurge D, no first cause, no first cause R, only no nothing P. Recommendations. The recommendations are as follows. It had limited success. So let's, my take is as follows. Independent, make it creative. National, make it global. Convention, make it chatting with God. 23, make it 24 and onwards and so on. Austin, make it regional and local. In what follows, I'll do my very best to explain why. I know, independent in name only. 
The independent movement is independent in name only. I know, for acronym, as in Rhino, Republican in name only. Pardon the pun, but it explains things quite nicely in user-friendly terms. This I know, written as code I, I know, passes as sounding like I, I know. This of knowledge, this sounds like an affirmation followed by a negation of the same affirmation, like in I am not. As if saying, I am not whom I say I am, or I am not what I say, or as I am not what I do. In Q, it will be I know, S slash, not M, D, not say R, not do P. That's the twisted message of independentism that comes across. The I knows are the big of the kid brother, of big brother of the red rhino and blue dino parties, who likewise aren't whom they say they are, who are not what they say nor do what they say they do. In plain English, they talk the talk, but they don't walk the talk. I knowism doesn't represent a challenge to democracy, and in captioning dissent, but falling short only serves to buttress injustice against which it is against. Independentism in itself is an admission of lack of identity, of mission, and of project. Ionism follows in the footsteps of Western civilization of the schools of Athens, of Socrates, Plato, and Aristotle. It serves to showcase the underlying void of foundations of dualism upon which rises the social edifice of our vacuous modernity. Socrates, in his honesty, confesses that he only knows that he knows nothing. Plato had his creative demiurge created reality. Aristotle, that when you cannot prove something, it will be because it's wrong. Our ionism believes its own Im imagings seems to think it knows what it doesn't know, and figures everybody else is wrong by default. Uses of independent. With the passage of time, the term independent has come to, me, to mean, mean uh, quote, out of power. Can minor powers claim to be independent? At one of the side panel discussions, there were minor parties like the Libertarian and Forward, plus other, maybe others which I might have missed. No Greens. It would be the last straw if they claimed independence being a sizable party with worldwide presence. Fortunately, they didn't show up. They have shame, which is the start. They, they are an integral part of the global system of deceit. Not that there's anything wrong with ambition. After all, that's what made the world go round. What I object to is appropriating the name independent, which is the question of interest here. When something is used to signify pretty much anything, it ends, it ends up meaning nothing. The only thing truly independent from dualism is paradise. From vacuous brokenness is wholeness. You get the idea. Nowadays, everybody who isn't somebody is independent. Minor, minor parties who ne would need to cease being parties to be independent. They are as much of the corrupt corporate dehumanizing system in question as their successful big brothers. They're on the side of government. You're on the side of government or on the side of the people. But you cannot have the pie you needed to. That much should be clear by now. Hypocrisy shouldn't be allowed at a convention of independence. Just because you're not making it doesn't make you independent. I'm not saying that their political platform is flawed, just that they're not independent. Independent means independent of government and dependent on the people. Case in point is the funny case case in point is it were it is funny were it not tragic situation of the blue party in red state Texas claiming being independent because they're out of power. And the same goes for red parties in blue states of New York or, or California, claiming being for the people when they're out of luck at the ballot box. 
I know independence, independentism is not paradise compliant. Wannabes. Minor parties are wannabes, not independents in the least. Just unsuccessful. Simply wanting a share of the spoils. A word of note, this doesn't mean that running for office as an individual makes you independent either. This just makes you not running as a candidate of a party. That's all. There's a lot more to being independent than not being dependent on parties. We need to distinguish the accidental from the substantives. From the substantive. But let's move on. Case studies. Case studies are useful because they allow us to see our flaws when mirrored in others similar to us. It's lack of awareness on the part of independents that they've fallen for the game and are being used to justify democracy in practice as democracy in theory. Provincial mentality due to this underlying myopia. No case studies were undertaken for the purpose of comparing and contrasting models of nation. Case in point would be Israel with Palestine and presently its overhauling of the judicial system. Actually, Israel doesn't even have a constitution. Imagine that. And regarding the uh, and regarding Jewish uh, Israel and Islamic nations, for that matter, can you even have a theocratic democracy? Sounds like living a living contradiction in terms, like a Jewish democracy or an Islamic republic. And by extension, with respect to the United States, can we even have a duocratic democracy or duopolic republic? All the above are in the same bag of tricks to fool people into submission. Definition by negation will be acceptable, may be acceptable when it comes to God, who never dies, who is unlimited, as in I and self, unlimited. But this is hardly acceptable in human affairs, finite and mortal. Simply to say that you are independent doesn't say anything, and what's worse is deceiving by giving a false impression. To be upfront and not be hiding behind rhetoric, you have to say what you are and not what you are not. Otherwise, you're just pulling the wool over people's eyes just as much as the government has been pulling it over all over, over hours all this time and counting. What's worse is that this masterpiece theater serves to showcase as proof that there is democracy since there is freedom of dissent. It is shallow critical of the accidental of duopoly and not critical of the substantive of duocracy. Quote, no hard questions, please, unquote. There is this program at U on YouTube on Jewish history by an accredited and funny historian who constantly requests, quote, no hard questions, please. The narrative flows nicely but conditioned to no hard rocks be overturned to block the highway. Though it is very instructive, it's nonetheless cosmetical, hiding the trees with so many trees. History is so prone to intertwined facts and fictional narratives that it cannot withstand serious challenges. The same occurs here in the event of the Convention of Independence. The independents are accidentally independent, but substantively dependent. That's the problem. The issue is the issues, and the issues are the issue. For the same reason that INC has little interest measured by the low attendance is the reason that independent candidates and so-called independent parties have low numbers at the ballot. It's time to pack up and go, or rather, unpack and go. Wish list programs. Their, their principles sound more like a wish list of patches to a broken system than a program. More like cosmetic makeup to cover up the cracks and wrinkles of an obsolete system well past its prime, badly aged, and in free fall. I'm not sure if there's an equivalent to dementia in nation states. It covers up the symptoms 
instead of addressing the underlying character contradictions. What keeps it what keeps it in power is its what keeps it going is its power, wealth, and trust. Plus the fact that everybody else is on the on the world stage is no better off. We're all ships cruising the same ocean. In Q, it's wealth and power being prestige or trustee, though acting separately. Communism and fascism. Communism is no longer cherished as panacea. The Soviet Union collapsed and Red China turned Pink China. The challenge today is that fascism is the new panacea of right-wing radicalism. Matchstick. My proposal is found at uh, paradiseism.org slash podcasts. Please view the following ex-podcast, 12 Matchstick slash science, politics, and beyond. And yes, this pronouncement is paradise compliant. But let's clarify what we mean by this hard condition of paradise compliance to claim validity. Paradise model. This is a brief. The acronym paradise stands for the universal principle of knowledge. It is in turn shorthand for secret S slash discovery D remit or plain P. Common sense premise. The closer to the truth that a principle of knowledge is, the more issues are resolved. Hence, the biggest truth, the universal principle of knowledge, resolves all issues. Pretty straightforward. Not much to explain. Like, in what part of yes or no don't you understand? Things are like a coin. Sometimes it's easier to explain by way of using, by by way of example, using common sense than my concepts. There's a face, a side facing us, the real. There's also the flip side facing away from us, the imaginary. Those sides do not, don't touch. They are connected by the rim. The coin comprises the whole, while the parts of side and, and flip side and rim comprise the triad. However, while the coin may prove intuitive, it's hard to work with. Let's instead use the right triangle in a complex grid. The real side of the coin will stand for the horizontal real axis. The flip side will stand for the vertical imaginary axis, while the rim will stand for the hypotenuse. Let's call the whole sought secret S. Next, we have the front side of the coin, the horizontal real side of the triangle, which we denominate as Peshat plane P. This is because it's what's plainly in front of us and serves as reference. Next would come the flip side of the coin, the vertical imaginary side of the triangle, which we denominate as the rush discovered D. This is imaginary because it's in our imagination, and we had to discover it by turning the coin. Finally, this leaves the rim of the coin, the hypotenuse of the right triangle, which we denominate the rim as remit R. This is so because it remits us from the front to the back of the coin and from the back to the front, as it were. One last thing. We have to find a way to signify the whole, which is in our hearts somehow, and the parts which are in the universe. This we accomplish simply by the forward slash, slash, joining or separating the one whole S in the triad parts PRD as in S slash PRD. The one whole is made of triad parts. That is, the one whole S slash is made of triad parts PRD. Same which we express as the sign S slash PRD. To this nomenclature, made solely of consonants, we now add a few vowels to make it into a recognizable word. From right to left, as a sign S slash PRD, or the other way around, as the sign S slash DRP. With vowels A, A, I, E, <clears throat> and reading the sign S slash DRP right to left, we would have paradise. The vowels we've chosen identifies our PRDS as primeval paradise. Had we chosen the vowels A, E, we would have the medieval pardes. 
By this procedure, we have the acronym PARADISE, standing for the Universal Principle of Knowledge. The claim is that PARADISE, as the Universal Principle of Knowledge, underlies all knowledge. This means that it serves as the master key, as the cornerstone of the social soda edifice, and so on. Mention is made in passing that the Ten Sefirot of Pardes Kabbalah are reproduced by Paradise Kabbalah by way of one whole and triad of triad parts. That is, that three times three makes nine, adding one to nine makes ten, which in turn reduces to one. Note that while the medieval Pardes requires a whole cloud of the Bible Tanakh to understand it, the primeval Paradise requires solely the point origin at Genesis 1 1 a Aleph. Success and Failure Success or failure ultimately depends on what you make of it. Depends on what you get out of it. Laudable, yet in general, limited success, which means the flip side has limited failure as well. What are the lessons learned that take away messages? Creative, but create what? AI chatbot. It was a common occurrence in the first panels to hear at the in the first panels to first to hear what the AI chatbot had to say about the discussions. Later, it stopped being played. It happened with two of the panels shared by Chris. Because Was it because it was too hard to a critique on the panelists that the bot could say it better? Or was it because the bot wasn't saying anything other than generalities? It sounded like summarizing or middle of the road or net sum zero. My impression was that people didn't like it or for whatever reason. Or because they didn't like it they didn't like what they heard, what they heard on the mirror. Op- or yeah, opinion and knowledge. If not sourced from a principle, from a principle, then it's opinion, not knowledge. But opinion could be right, and knowledge proven wrong when the principle source is debunked, and the opinion is right if it raises a new principle in its place. Language conditions thought. English and German are an adjective first noun second language, whereas Spanish and French is a noun first, adjective second language. In code, thought is slash noun D, verb, or adjective P. Now, for convenience, let's assign thought T, noun N, verb V, adjective A. This will make English AVN, that is English PRD language. And this will make Spanish NVA, that is Spanish DRP. In other words, English S slash PRD and Spanish S slash DRP. But for short and simplicity, we'll use English adjective noun AN and Spanish NA noun adjective, with AN standing for adjective noun and AN standing for noun adjective, instead of our usual English PRD and Spanish DRP. A little background may help to put things in perspective. There are two schools of thought. There are two schools of thought of philosophy uh, today, continental and anglophone. It may sound strange, and it's a strange classification. One would expect something like realism and idealism, or worse to that effect, some isms. But no, it's actually based on where they live and what language they speak. Continental philosophy refers to people who live in the continental Europe, and Anglophone philosophy refers to people, to thinkers who speak English. One way to compensate for this philosophical bias in deliberation would be bilingual English-Spanish conferences or conventions. But in the case of the America, there's also French and Portuguese. Of course, in Europe it's more complicated. You cannot leave the Deutsch out, nor the Italians, the Germans. Can there really be national conventions in a globalized world? Yes and no. Legally, nations have their own laws, but ideas are global. 
As politics, this independence convention falls under Anglophone philosophy insofar as English is a spoken language. The medium is a message updated means that English spoken language in practice comes out as analytical philosophy and theory. Technology triumphing over substance, driven by mechanics, not by ideas, driven by how-to more so than why-so, or previously asked know-how more so than know-why. Analytical comes quite naturally and thus catches people unawares of the English adjective noun language proclivity. A remedy countering this inclination would be bilingual conventions. The natural inclination is accidents over substance or differences over similarities. Perhaps an example may help clarify the point in question. Say the tall brown horse. By accident is meant that the horse is, could be short or black or not tall nor brown and still be substantively the same horse. In other words, speaking English translates as practice over theory. Try it yourself. Express an idea naturally in an adjective noun language and then try saying it in a noun adjective language or the other way around. It sounds like a bot speaking to the person in the other language. It comes across as not in the least authentic, like, like posturing. We'll leave it at that. Underlying assumption of monolingualism. An underlying assumption is that oral convention and written convention modes are the same, that language doesn't matter. Monolingualism is a byproduct of dualism. This is further aggravated and fixed by the noun and adjective sequencing. Case in point, adjective P, noun D of English and noun D, adjective P of Spanish. More technically, adjectives P, substantive D, language R. Halfway solutions. The problem with halfway solutions is that they become part of what's blocking of what's blocking going to the bottom of things. In the process of becoming part of the solution, they also turn into part of the problem. Short-term solutions are long-term problems. Activism with reflection. Partial solutions turn part, turn part of the solution to the problem and also exacerbate the problem by becoming part of the solution and part of the problem. Case in point, minor parties. They're independent from major parties, but block independent individuals from succeeding. They don't succeed nor let others succeed either. Divided we stand and united we fall. Written and oral conventions. Independents are defined negatively by what they're not. This being not dependent on the Republican Red Party nor on the Blue Democratic Party. But in this sense, it's demonstrating being dependents by definition on not being them. Reinvent ourselves? Reinvent ourselves? No. Not invention, but derivation from the revelation from Revelation from the Torah paradise. Hope. Hope was mentioned, but not sufficiently stressed. Hope in Spanish translates as esperar, which means to wait. But wait for what? Panelist. I was, it was mentioned that care had been taken to balance the sexes, the races, the ages, and other factors. There was a good mix of women and men, blacks and whites, young and old, and so on. Again, the measurable was well taken care of, but not what's underlying and out of view, like ideas. Debit card lost and found. And yes, I lost my debit card when I paid for coffee and a cookie, and after three days, it showed up. Just want to thank all those guys who made it possible. Thank you again. Aftermath. How did INC 23 Austin affect me? That is the question. Sometimes in life, what's needed is a shock to turn the page and move from one from one's present state of stupor. Democracy, social justice, and civilization.
Democracy is broken because civilization on which it stands is broken underneath. This means transitioning from, quote, social justice to, quote, civilization. <clears throat> this we now proceed to do regarding democracy, whether it be guided by skin-deep social justice or by something underneath. Democracy is broken because civilization on which it stands is missing. This means transitioning from social justice, uh, quote, social justice, justice with lowercase, to, quote, civilization. To fully understand this transition would require engaging with the relevant text, Deuteronomy 16, 18 to 20, from the Parshash of Team Judges. For your benefit, this empowerment approach of primeval Kabbalah is extensively employed in the ex-podcasts. Deuteronomy uh, uh, 16, 18 to 20. Verse Deuteronomy, uh, Deuteronomy 16, 18. Shoftim, ve shotrim, judges and magistrates. Quote, judges and magistrates shall you appoint for yourselves in all your gates, which Yotrebafhe, your God, gives to you for your tribes. And they shall judge chatting with the people with judgments, judgment that is just. just. Comment. Here it's talking about the installation of the judiciary system made up of judges and magistrates to judge chatting with the judgments that are just. Uh, uh, 1619. Lo tatet mishpat. Do not bend judgment. Quote, do not bend judgment. Do not show deference to individuals and do not accept a gift for the gift will bend the eyes of the, of the wise and will twist words that are just. Comment. Here is talking about the practice of the judiciary system this is saying that the administration of justice should mirror the same rules as the interpretation of the Torah as set out in Deuteronomy 14, 4.2, of not adding or subtracting from the text, and in 5.29, of not leaning right or left in its interpretation. Uh, verse 16.20, Zedek, Zedek, Tirdof, Justice, justice, shall you pursue. Quote, Justice, justice, shall you pursue, so that you will live. And you shall possess chatting with the land that Yotrebafhe your God gives to you. Comment. In biblical Hebrew, there are no spaces between words, punctuation marks, signaling end of sentences, much less capitalization of letters, not to mention the absence of vowels altogether. This leaves us on our own to figure the meaning of the words of a specific verse in the context of the whole Pentateuch, five books of Moses. In other words, uh, things have meaning in context. The perennial question is, what is the case here with the apparent repetition of the word justice? As in setic setic, justice, justice. Since the norm which justice should comply with is the, is the Torah, as above mentioned, and since the Torah is teaching 101 is about civilization, it would seem to follow that the first justice is referring to civilization and the second justice refers to the judiciary detailed in the previous verses. The judiciary system, detailed in the previous verses. The first justice, written in uppercase, with the second justice written in lowercase. Much like substantive noun first, followed by accidental adjective second. Thus, we would have the justice civilization as justice S, and justice judiciary practice as lowercase justice P. But... In the universal principle of knowledge of paradise as S slash PRD, we have the forward slash playing an important role separating the one whole S from the triad PRD. This would seem to imply that a slash would occupy the space between them as if separating them all the while joining them as it were. In this case, the slash will play the role of slash D. 
This would then leave the remainder as pursue R. This has to be in order for pursue R to unfold in turn as subtriad R onto DR, PR, uh, RR, PR. This would further fail the text provided. In all, said verse would then be quoted as set. Deuteronomy 16.20 Sedek, Sedek, Tirdof Justice, justice shall you pursue. Quote, quote, Justice S slash D Justice P shall you pursue R so that you will live DR and you shall possess chatting with the land RR that Yotheba your God gives to you PR. Alternatively, assigning the consonants and slash differently, we would have as follows. Verse 1620, Sedek, Sedek, Justice, justice shall you pursue. Quote, Justice S slash Justice D shall you pursue R, so that you will live P, so that you shall possess DR, chatting with the land RR, that you have your God, your God give to you PR. The point in the above thorny argument is to demonstrate that for any claim to be valid, it has to be paradise compliant. Recall that, quote, only the Torah is revelation, everything else is made up. Or, for any claim to be valid, it must derive from paradise. This is telling us that, quote, social justice is not a valid claim. It is a lowercase j. That the, that the valid claim is civilization. That social justice is effect with lowercase is effect and that the cause is civilization. Justice as civilization, uppercase, and justice, lowercase, as administration of justice of the judiciary. Justice, lowercase, is not standalone, but rather rides on the coattails of civilization, uppercase justice. That is, sidestepping civilization as cause and erroneously making, quote, social justice, lowercase, the cause is the effect of dualism, which is what's haunting independentism in this English-speaking national convention. Conclusion. We cannot really change anything unless we change everything, starting at the point origin of things. That is, that social, quote, social justice, with lowercase justice, being halfway is likewise half part of the problem and half part of the solution. That only civilization justice, with uppercase justice, beginning at the beginning of culture, can be nothing of the problem and wholly the solution. Only striking the matchstick of paradise civilization can the goals of independentism achieve their lofty goals. A cordial invitation is, is extended to consult the other ex-podcasts of the series for a fuller grasp of what's hearing proposed moving forward. Thank you very much. <laughs>